Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Chit Chat with Sean and Steve from Disruption Works. Steve, how are you feeling today? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. A bit of a grey day today, um, but uh, managed to get a bit of fresh air. Did you take the dog out this morning? Took it, well, he goes out every morning, but yeah. uh, I, I always take him out on the weekend and try and uh, absolutely knacker him out. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's always the task of the weekend, if I'm honest. Yeah, really. But, uh, yeah, just while it's winter, you know, it's nice. It's not so nice as it to go for a long walk after work and it's dark, so... The weekend is the the time and the place to try and destroy him. Basically, you got, got a nice dog, though. Yeah, yeah, he's a good egg. He's a good egg. Okay, let's jump into it, Steve. Uh, this week I want to uh, repick up the topic of voice automation. Now, I expect most people listening to this will have two experiences of voice automation. They'll have the really bad ones that you know nuisance call, let's say, and say, "Oh, you were in an accident." Press one to confirm. And then that's a lovely impression, by the way. Sure. Yeah, you know that one. I did the I did the voice. Nice, that. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> and the other at the other end of the spectrum, I guess, is people's experience with with uh, home hubs and home assistants like uh, Google Assistant, for example. Yeah. So question one is how do how do we do the 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 stuff that's more geared towards what Google sounds like, but also how do we also make it on brand? Well, um, first off, you've got a conversation flow, which is um, important. And actually, the the challenge that all the uh, smart speaker assistants have got, uh, all this, uh, you know, you've got Bixby, you've got um, Google Assistant, you've got Alexa, you've got all of them. And they have particular problems because they're very general. Now, normally, if we're doing this for a business, then we don't have to be quite so general. We know what the process is that we're automating because this is voice automation we're doing. Um, but also we can put the nuances in because we can control the conversation a little bit better. Um, but if we've got, so say we've got an outbound call, which is maybe the nuisance one you were talking about. Um, but if you are introducing yourself, so hi, this is uh, Disruption Works, I'm just calling you about uh, an appointment, then somebody is not is going to go, like you would, just sorry, who was that? So, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that could trip automations up quite quickly and quite easily. And all those nuances have to be handled. And that is part of the design of making something much more human to, to cope with that and coming back with a, oh, it's disruption works. We, we have an appointment with you. So that phrasing and that kind of conversation is as natural as possible so you understand what somebody's just asked again and and it hasn't kind of tripped up your script it's you you've included that script in in the conversation and it's an important part of it because you will have a lot of unhappy path conversations that have to be handled in a natural way you know you can't expect somebody to be to do exactly what you want them to do you know We've got a classic demo that we do, which is, you know, somebody's trying to decide how many people are going to be at an appointment and that needs a waiting time, you know, needs to be waited. Uh, so, you know, the, the automation will go, 
uh, how many people are you having on the appointment? And then the person on the other end's going, oh, hold on a minute, um, how many have I got? Uh, and instead of it going, uh, I got three, you know, yeah. sort of thing, you know, kind of trying to understand that, that what the number is in that, they go, no, hold up, that's fine. And it goes into a waiting pattern and you just go, fine, take all the time you like. And, um, and then it's looking for the key slot uh, data to then go on oh, right it's four i need and then it goes great okay i'll book it for four then all of a sudden you've got a sort of very natural conversation because you're allowing the unhappy paths you're allowing that kind of interruptive process into your conversation flow without it being a problem for the user so that's really important in the whole human feel about a, a voice automation you know we're not trying to fool them into thinking it's a human we'd never do that because that's you're in a highway to nowhere there um, but we try and let them forget that they're speaking to a, uh, an automation you know that that's the that's the challenge that's that's what we're trying to do and what you're talking about there is is something that's highly sophisticated that can interpret complex sentences whereas yeah. i think the lower end of the scale when we talk about voice automation those calls about well, what it was PPI claims and stuff back in the day, or you've been in an accident, they're, they're only looking for a yes or a no, and then they're going to put you through to a human. They're not, uh, it's, no, it's not. Awesome, no. and, and of course, you'll have a lot of informed questions or a lot of informed requests. So, you know, like take the appointment setting again. So I'd like an appointment for 10 o'clock on Friday, please. You know, and that's an informed questions okay let me have a look i'll look for it you know and we'll look look at and see if i've got something for you it's not reiterating 10 o'clock on friday it's got that said yeah i do have a appointment for 10 o'clock on friday or i have another appointment at 11 o'clock on friday is that how's that sound you know it's interpreting the context it's getting all the pieces that it needs uh, and then it's asking for any information that it's not got you know yeah so so what we're saying here is if the bot knows it needs five slots of information let's say yeah. and you try to give it three it doesn't go you want an appointment on friday and then it's yeah, missed the true. other bits it did actually capture the this friday 10 o'clock please for you yeah. know an eye appointment or what you know whatever information you gave if yeah. it could fill up those slots right i know i've got those bits of info but what i haven't got is you know this or that and then it can ask you those particular questions yeah so what the appointment's for what the appointment type is that type of thing you know it might be that that's an extra bit that the person hasn't mentioned so you haven't got that piece and then it just fills it in so that's like an informed conversation flow which you would add you would be able to handle as an agent you might confirm that back and a human agent would confirm that back because they want to make sure they got it right so the automation would do the same so there's no unnatural flowing going, OK, so it was for an eye appointment, 10, uh, 11 o'clock on Friday. Um, and uh, is that correct? You know, OK, yeah, yeah. That's great. OK, it's booked then. Do you want me to send you an email? Blah, you know, that yeah. type of thing is, is the, you know, the process it go through. Uh, so that's how you can make it as human, a humanistic an approach as possible. The flow is exactly on. You know, and that's that's what we're trying to achieve. OK, so in terms of how people hear this stuff and as I referenced earlier in the call, the, I guess the, the, the top end of voice automation that people are familiar with is 
Alexa and Google Assistant. So how do we get something to sound as natural as that or even more natural? Well, you've got um, a lot of options with that. Uh, so there's something called TTS, uh, which is text to speech. And TTS, you've got lots of standard libraries. Uh, so you can have a UK English. So say, take Google Assistant, for instance, you'll have UK English, uh, male, female, you'll have a couple of options. So you can uh, prefer voice one, female, UK, and it'll have a UK accent. And that will be the, the standard TTS that you could use. So you can do a lot of optimization in that just in the way that you go. I like that particular voice. So if you haven't got a particular brand voice, or you haven't got a voice artist that you use, then there's options there. And there's several libraries. So Google have one, there'll be other. There's lots of other TTSs that are there out in the, uh, in the wild for you to choose from. You know, so any of those can be used in, uh, in our service. Uh, so you just choose one. But then what we do uh, if we've got something that's you know, reasonably str straight on and we, you've got a voice artist that you're trying to use. So if you've got a, um, a campaign on, uh, uh, on TV and you want that voice artist that does the voiceover to do your answering the phone and do that as part of the voice automation or make the outbound call, whichever that may be then we can use a couple of methods to do that. Um, the simplest method is clean cut text. So we actually get the voice artist into a, um, uh, a studio. Doesn't take very long to do. We have a set of words. This is all bread and butter work for a voice artist. They'll do this and they know what they're doing. So this is no challenge for them. A professional voice artist will have done this before anyway. Uh, but all we do is we go, we need these words, we need these phrases, we need these uh, sounds, we need all these intonations. And we basically spend, you know, maybe an hour in the studio with them. And then we do the post-production to make that all fit into the conversations, uh, do the flow and everything that we need to do that. And then that part is where we use our expertise to, to, to get the conversation flow right. And that's clear cut text. So that's pieces, chunks of kind of text. Um, and that's the simplest way of doing it. And it gives us the really natural uh, conversation that you will have here in our demos usually. You know, so yeah. It's pretty straightforward. And if you're a huge brand, then you can match that voice up. Uh, I'm thinking some of the ones, you know, like Marks and Spencer's, maybe you might not want that lady answering the phone. <laughs> the way no, this maybe not, but they might do. You know, or they may have a voice in mind or, uh, you know, they may have a voice artist they use for other things. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people will have a voice artist that might just be their, their kind of kind of their answer phone message. But in that kind of zone, you know, yeah. that's not a problem. But there's also a bit. Of, there's another one as well, which is on top of that. So I mentioned TTS earlier. So text to speech service. Now there's flexibility in that, in the fact that you can then have use that for anything. So that's why um, uh, Google Assistant and and whatever will actually use a TTS service because then it can answer any questions and it can answer any words and any it'll phrase it pretty pretty on the bottom. Um, so those phrases are delivered by all the little vowel sounds and things like that that you have in English language. Um, so we can actually do that as a customized TTS for a brand as well. 
so they have their voice but for any use at all yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a little bit more work in it but actually it's not as complicated as it sounds so you you might get you know two or three hours of voice artist time and then the post-production takes a little bit longer but it it means then there's a much more flexible service and it's you've got a customized TTS that's got your brand voice on there you can use it for any then future conversations and future uh, conversation flows that you uh, you may want to automate yeah. that's a really useful kind of asset in its own right good stuff good stuff okay well I think that's it from me on the subject Steve is there any final bits that you wanted to add no I mean it's just that you know that this is it, it we have to think about voice automation in this way now you know you've you did your admirable impression earlier about how it cannot be you know and that is the difference now these are this is the the difference that we expect to deliver for voice automation we do not expect a robotic voice we do not expect a, a conversation flow that can't handle a natural flow of conversation you know without the errs and the ums and the uh, oh um, i'm not sure that's just how we talk so you know don't expect it to be a natural flowed conversation without those pieces in there you know you can't expect it to be like that you know we will ask like an agent asks the questions we will pre-fill a conversation with the information that's given like a human agent will you know and we try and get as close to that kind of experience as possible um and that, you know, and it will sound absolutely spot on, you know. So that's what the quality and the um, uh, and the expectation should be there, you know. And I have to say, there aren't many that are doing as nice a job as us. Um, you know, this, I was, might as well blow my own trumpet because this is what we're here for. But you know, it is actually one of those things that needs to be the standard. You know, expectations are very high. You know, assistant does sound great. You know, so does the Amazon Alexa. So all those things sound great. And the expectation is that if you're a brand of any note, then your stuff should sound as good. And if you can get it there, people will use it and not even think about it. You know, it, there's no, it's only a positive message, not a negative. And, and it's always worth mentioning, even though we build in these, uh, nuances in human speak if you like, speech if you like around the ums and the ahs and I'm not sure and I don't know yeah there's always a way out if someone doesn't want to speak to the bot oh yeah absolutely handover is important you know and that's like you said it is important and all we're trying to do is take you know 80 90 percent of uh, of the calls that would come in you know because there's always going to be some outliers that are going to be a complicated mix of call that the, the automation isn't programmed for or it's it can't really handle you know there's no self-service journey for it because it needs a human agent to do some intuitive thing on it you know we'll always be in that zone to hand over you know very much so to either staff or to contact centers or whatever it may be you know but it's it's reducing costs it's been more efficient it's more available it's all those things um uh, and it's all and it never has a bad day you know, that's as simple as that. It, it, it is a case of just deliver, like say, delivering an on-brand message always 
and it just completely eradicates cool wait times which is always a big pain even that in itself and the speed of response is a big uh, marker against customer experience yeah. if you're slow to respond it doesn't matter if once they get through they get the best service in the world the fact is if they waited 20 minutes they waited 20 minutes and that's annoying and you know what i think now um we've come through the other side of a pandemic and there's been a lot of tolerance through the pandemic um but now if you can shine the well, other i side, don't know if that's right <laughs> no, no. well okay i think we are i think you know i think we seem seem to be coming out of the other oh end. no i mean more in terms of the tolerance i see lots of stuff where people have been angry at this speed well, of response and everything well okay they are and i think but i think the tolerance is low now because it's got so bad because staffing is really precious staffing is really low so they're not responding they're literally just turning phone lines off and things like that if you're a brand that doesn't have to do that because you've thought about this smarter you're going to win it's just that simple and if you're not in that if if you don't realize that then you know you're you're the one that's not going to win <laughs> it's that it's simple you know this has to be part of a normal comms package now i feel you know it, it's the technology is there to be used like we've talked about we can make it really human well, why are you not using it you know it's cheaper than contact center by multiples and it's um and it's always there you know so uh, and it can be expanded and expanded on and expanded on you know you start on a simple journey hand the rest over then you just keep adding journeys it's that simple you know so there's always a good starting point good stuff all right. Well, thanks for that, Steve. I hope everyone in it, uh, enjoyed that and gave some food for thought. Um, and we hope to catch you next time. Thanks very much. All right. Cheers now. Cheers now. Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.